Hello, my friends, and welcome to the DDP for the 20th day of May. I am Paul White. It is graduation day here in Flowery Branch, Georgia. My daughter, Lauren, is graduating high school, graduating from Flowery Branch High School, the class of 2022, and we are so proud of her, so excited for her big moment. We have family in for the weekend, and we will be celebrating her graduation in the afternoon and into the evening. And just so proud of this young woman. What a woman of God. What a bright future she has. She will be attending the University of North Georgia in the fall. We are beyond proud of what she has accomplished and excited for what is to come. And we are also excited that this one gets to go to college from home. We had Lucas. uh, He was in college in his undergrad four years halfway across the country. But this, this one is staying home, and we are excited about that. So um, that's our weekend. Also, we have our monthly meeting coming up on Sunday, the 4 o'clock Eastern time this afternoon on the 22nd here in Georgia. And then we have our monthly meeting with our South Carolina friends. We moved that. Normally, that would have been tonight, but because of graduation, they were so kind to take us in on Monday the 23rd. We'll be there this coming Monday night at 6.30 Eastern. And if you are in the area, come see us for either of those meetings. They are a wonderful time with the brothers and sisters in Christ. Let's talk again today about Christ the Mediator. We're basing this off of Paul's fifth verse of 1 Timothy 2. There's one God, there's one mediator between God and man, Christ Jesus, himself also a man. Verse 6 actually adds to this who gave himself a ransom for all, this was attested at the right time. And so we'll throw six in there today as we're working through this. Uh, We're going to jump back into our discussion of the mediator. Just want to remind you that the mediator is one who arbitrates between God and man, but actually he reconciles God and man. And Paul really focuses on the, the humanity of Christ in this, because if you're going to be a mediator, you've got to know both sides. We don't have a problem seeing Jesus as the Son of God, of course, but the man Christ Jesus, um, or Christ Jesus himself a man, himself human. I actually like the way the old King James says it. Um, the, there's one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. I've always liked that because it it's like a, a statement of the only man that matters, Christ Jesus. It's also a bit of a compliment to something Pilate said, and he didn't know how prophetic he was being. When Pilate brought Jesus out next to Barabbas and asked the crowd, who do you want? And they chose Barabbas because we we are prone to choose the Jesus that is most violent. Um, His name, by the way, was Barabbas Jesus. Uh, or Jesus Barabbas. And they chose Jesus Barabbas because he's actually the kind of savior most people are looking for. When Pilate introduced Jesus, he said, behold the man. And so there's, he didn't know how prophetic he was being. He is the man. He's the, the last man standing. Paul, I don't know that he is in any way referencing what Pilate said, but it works pretty well. There's one mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus. And this is a focus on the humanity of Christ. And maybe it's because contextually Paul's still combating that false teaching stuff. And maybe they've been denying that Christ was really human. However, his full humanity is essential to him being a mediator. 
And I told you yesterday, we talked about the reconciliation portion of his mediation. What Christ did in his death was he carried our identity to the cross. Whatever curse was against us, he took it in. Galatians 3.13 says, Cursed is the one who hangs on the tree. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. And then, of course, in Philippians, or I'm sorry, Ephesians and Colossians, Paul talks about how the blood of Jesus is made peace for us. And so peace is an end to war. It's an end to us fighting. It's an end to hostility. It's an end to your guilt and an end to your condemnation and to your shame. Things that would be unavoidable without the cross. And because of the cross, you can receive forgiveness. Forgiveness for what you've done. Forgiveness for what you might ever do. For Christ has died but once. This is our personal acceptance of what Jesus has done. This is our role in the mediation process is that we receive reconciliation through faith. And then we have peace with God. Paul said in Romans 5.1 that we have been given peace with God through Christ Jesus. And really... Reconciliation is done on God's part. The mediator has done the God part. You and I reconcile ourselves to the Lord in 2 Corinthians 5. That's our role. So that's part of that reconciliation. And and Jesus is carrying forth the reconciliation part of his mediatorship by sending out ministers, messengers. We're trying to persuade people to receive reconciliation. And that's what Jesus is doing every time you open your mouth to present the gospel of reconciliation. That's why Paul said it has been committed to us, the ministry of reconciliation. We are to be mouthpieces for that mediator. But he's not mediator only of reconciliation. He's also the mediator, according to Hebrews 9 and Hebrews 12, the mediator of a new covenant. And that means that he has initiated a new type of relationship, the type of relationship full of peace and peace with God goes far beyond anything known under the Old Covenant system, uh, far beyond anything known for dealing with sin under the Old Covenant system. In fact, Hebrews 9 all the way through Hebrews 10 deals with why that old system was inefficient because it didn't take away the perpetual consciousness of sin because bulls and goats and their blood could never take care of sin. Um. We've had a lot of writing over the centuries on the, the, the triune role, the three-office role of Jesus, the role of prophet and priest and king. Um, and I think that that has been good teaching in that it has shown us that mediators work through different ways. Uh, Jesus isn't kind of a prophet and then more of a priest and then sometimes a king. He is the prophet that's prophesied of in the book of Genesis He is the high priest over our salvation, and he is king over the kingdom, sitting on his throne. King, high priest, the prophet, the messenger, the apostle who preaches the message of himself, and the Holy Spirit then preaches that message of Jesus. And those are examples of mediating roles, Fulfilled in the Old Testament by individuals, but now fulfilled in the New Testament by one man, the man Christ Jesus. And then we fall in line. That's probably not the way to say that, but you'll understand what I mean. We fall into all of those categories with him as our federal head. So he becomes our king, we citizens of his kingdom. He becomes our priest, representing us before God. He becomes God's prophet, representing God 
before all people. So any when we talk about the centrality of Jesus or a Christocentric theology, we're centering on Jesus Christ truly as the hallmark of what it means to be a child of God. Okay, tomorrow I'll introduce the sermon for the weekend. I hope you have a great weekend coming up. We'll see you then. God bless.